Hi, everyone. Welcome to What If. I'm Donna DeSalvo, and I'm going to be hosting this podcast series, and I'm super excited you guys decided to join me. So I have been putting this off for a very long time. Doing a podcast has been a dream of mine, and I kind of let fear step in the forefront and push it to the back burner, and you know what? It's time to pull out that dream and dust it off. So how fitting it is that today's very first episode is entitled, Move Forward. So let me ask you a question. Are you stuck? Do you have a dream? These are a couple questions that I've been pondering on for about a week or so after a conversation with a couple of friends. And during our conversations as we talked, I began to find that we all had one thing in common. We were all feeling stuck. And in particular, my friends were feeling stuck when it came to their dreams. You see, one of them had a dream, but had kind of pushed it aside and suppressed that dream. And the other one just had no dream at all. Or at least they thought they didn't have a dream. They were like going through life with no purpose. So if this sounds like your situation, then you're in the right place. Because I'm here to encourage you. Get your dream out. Dust them off. And move forward. If you have no dream, mm, I'm going to beg to differ with you and tell you dig a little deeper to find it. Because I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that everyone has been given a dream. A lot of people have been given many dreams. Those dreams, listen, no matter how small you may think they are, they're huge because they're your dreams. And you need to treasure those dreams and hold them close to your heart and most importantly, never let those dreams go. Move forward with your dreams. You see, I've been doing some reading in the Bible this past week about a dream. In particular, the story of King David and his dream to build a grand temple for God. You know, ever since God had brought his people out of the bondage from the land of Egypt, the Ark of the Covenant Uh, for God had been housed in a tent or a tabernacle, and it moved from place to place as the Israelites moved. And one day, David in the story is sitting in his fine home. It says it's a home made of cedar. So I'm thinking this is just a very grandeur palace. And he has a dream to build a home, a permanent home for God's covenant. So he tells his dream to this friend he has, a trusted friend who's also a prophet named Nathaniel, or excuse me, Nathan, not Nathaniel. And Nathan encourages David to move forward with his plans. See, I can just kind of see David now sitting there um, putting his dream to paper or parchment or whatever they used to write on and beginning just really to detail those plans. So... David's plans get interrupted pretty easily. His dream gets interrupted because the very next day, Nathan comes to David after God's come to Nathan and lets him know that God has got some pretty disappointing news. You see, God tells David that because he's a man of war and he had shed so much blood and um, just the different things that had happened in David's life that David would not be allowed to build that temple. David's dream would not come true with David doing it. But God does promise David that instead his legacy would be the one to carry out the dream of building the temple. So it would be his son Solomon that would have the honor of seeing David's dream come to realization. Man, what a bummer. You'd think at that moment David would kind of feel stuck and he would give up. Maybe even have a pity party. Hmm. 
not David. Instead, he praised God for all his promises and he continued to plan. You see, David knew his son Solomon was young and that he was going to need help to complete such a such a large grandeur product product project. Where is my words today? <laughs> David took his dream, he set goals, and he put action steps in place to get things ready to help Solomon be successful in building this building. He bought property where the temple and the altar would be built. Uh, David secured money, building materials, craftsmen for the project. Um, He didn't let a change in the dream stop him from dreaming or working toward the ultimate goal. The story reminded me so much of me as I read it at a point in time in my life a very long time ago. It was around my eighth grade year, and I met the most precious woman that would just make a lasting impact on my life. Her name was Lana Pearl Barnett, or I should say is Lana Pearl Barnett. Miss Lana Pearl came to my school, and she was telling us about a work program where, you know, we could go to school uh, half a day, we could work half a day, uh, and this would be like during our junior and senior years. So we'd go to school half a day, go to vocational school for like an hour or so, and then we would go to a job, and we would work. We would earn money, and we would earn credits that get to count toward our graduation. I was like, what? Talk about dreams sparking. I was on cloud nine. You see, I can't say that I liked school. I made good grades and I worked hard, but I had absolutely no intention of leaving high school and going to college. But yet, I still wanted to work. I still wanted to climb the corporate ladder. I wanted to get out of 12th grade, graduate, and do anything besides go to college. That visit was a sign that my dream could come true. Now I just had to figure out how to achieve it. So I remember putting my dream to paper and I began to plan. I worked out my schedule for my 9th, my 10th, my 11th, my 12th grade year. I even made a plan B in that schedule in case those schedules didn't work. I sat down and figured different things like I needed a car. I had no car. I had no way of knowing how I was going to get one. So I started writing my speech. What was I going to say to mom and dad to convince them by junior year I needed a car? I prayed over those plans. I worked diligently through my plan, putting it together and tweaking it and thinking of the ins and outs, and the day finally come. It's time to sit down with mom and dad and go over this big dream in my plans and let them know they needed to get me a car. (laughs) They threw a few kinks into the plans You know, it was things I hadn't thought about. You know, it just seemed like, okay, here we go. One bump after another in the road. I remember thinking, not another thing I didn't think about. There was was things, you know, how was things around the house going to be done when I wasn't there to help pitch in and do this and that and just little things, but there were still bumps in the road. You know, I have the best family. They may have threw things into my plans I didn't think about, but they never discouraged me. They simply wanted to make sure that I was fully prepared to move forward with my dream. They agreed that if I held up my end of the deal that, yeah, I could have a car. They would see to that part of it. So uh, you got it. I started dreaming again, and this time it was about a new car. And let me tell you, I dreamed of some gorgeous beauties. 
So my sophomore year came to an end. It was an exciting time. I knew my junior year was coming and couldn't wait. So my car arrived and it's finally time to meet Miss Lana Pearl and talk to her about what I want to do. So for the car, I got it, but it wasn't the car of my dreams. You see, Mom and Dad kept their end of the deal, and they provided me with a car that would get me back and forth on this new adventure I was going to have. I was handed down my mom's baby blue four-door, I think 1976-78 Ford Granada. Yep, the family car was my new ride. This car drank a quart of oil every time you cranked it. But she was mine, and I had a mechanic dad that was going to keep her running for me. Now, it was time to meet and lay out my goals for Miss Lana Pearl. I wanted her to begin finding the perfect dream job for me. So, we sat down, and she asked a few questions, and we interviewed a little bit, got to know each other, and I began to give her my list. You see, I made a list. I had a list of everything I wanted and needed to achieve that dream of the perfect job. I wanted Monday through Friday. I wanted off at 5 p.m. I wasn't going to work weekends, especially Sunday. That's the day for church. No fast food, no waitress jobs, no retail jobs. I was very specific in what I wanted. I was determined to become a career woman. I wanted to work in an office. I wanted to be part of corporate America. So I laid it all out to her. Now, let me tell you guys, I lived in a little bitty one-horse town. There was probably two or three red lights and I would say four banks and they all were on almost probably the same corner. I was kin to most everybody in that small town and I honestly doubted a little bit whether I would get the job that I wanted. I mean, it's pretty specific, pretty specific. Ooh, my words are really bad today. Uh, so I laid them out. We'd see what would happen. Do you know she never blinked an eye? She took down all the goals that I wanted, and she went to work finding me the perfect job. And y'all, my junior year arrived, and I began that Monday through Friday, off at 5 p.m., clerical job in the superintendent of education's office. I could not have been happier to have that dream come true. Just like David, things changed a little bit in my dream and things got moved around and things happened that caused me not to finish my dream exactly the way I wanted to finish it. But the dream got finished. I moved forward. There were several times I felt stuck and I could have given up, but I kept dreaming and kept moving forward. So I go back. What's your dream? Do you have a goal? Have you let your dreams go to the wayside just to die? Start planning. Start dreaming with those goals. Start doing the things that you have to do to achieve your dream. First thing, at least for me, the first thing was to take that dream to God in prayer. I have to ask, is the dream and the goals the ones I need to move forward on? You see, in David's story, I I recognize that David did one thing different. He took his dream to a friend first. Yes, a very encouraging friend. Nathan told him to go forward with it. But it wasn't the first place that I think he should have gone. Second, write the goals down. Put action steps to them. You know, here's the problem. Many of us have a dream, yes, but we fail to put it to paper. Start writing them down and plan and begin checking off the steps as you take them. I want to encourage you to move forward. If you have a dream of going back to school or a new job or a promotion or 
I don't know, building a home or, or starting a family and owning your own business, whatever it may be, move forward. And for goodness sake, surround yourself with people that will advise you, challenge you, and most all, lift you up. Get the negative out of your life. You can still love them, but don't let negative influence you. You need people who are like-minded that are going to be there to give you encouragement that you're going to need in this journey to reach your dream. So many times, especially as women, we put ourselves on the back burner, especially when it comes to our families. We want to see our family members, and me in particular, my children succeed. For me, it was my husband's dreams that I wanted to see come to fruition. You know, whether it was him having a successful and meaningful career or, you know, getting that prize boat that he always wanted or his ultimate goal of retirement, I was his biggest fan. I have been so extremely blessed to have a soulmate that wants the very same for me. He's always stood behind my dreams of going back to school and advancing my career, building our home, having children, and even starting my own business. Never would he let me give up. He's always been there for the bumps in the road and the mountains that got in my way. So, hey, listen, moving forward is hard, hard work. It's work and it's hard. There'll be a time when you're going to get detoured or you're going to derail and you're going to fail. Listen, if you're not failing, you're not growing. Don't worry if you fall down. It's okay. Just get back up. Pull up your britches, dust off your knees, and move forward. I tell my daughter all the time, if you're not failing, you're not growing. So guess what? You just failed, and you just grew. If you're in your comfort zone, you're not growing. Nothing ever grows in a comfort zone. God has a purpose for you. I firmly believe that. Even the Apostle Paul says we run are to be like a runner. You know, a runner has purpose in reaching a goal of the finish line. They don't look back. Everything's in front of them. Dreams don't come true and goals aren't achieved because of luck. It happens because we put one foot in front of the other and then you just keep going. I hope this has been an encouragement to someone. Maybe this podcast was for nothing more than just me, but uh, I do pray that it blesses your life and Pull those dreams out, dust them off, put them to paper, write it down one step at a time, and then move forward. I'll see you guys in the next episode. God bless and have a great day.